healthy oceans for life, you know, we don't have healthy oceans for all life, not just what lives in the ocean. Yes. You know, all life. Um, we run many different programs. Mine specifically as environmental campaigner has really evolved. It's, it's been amazing. So I've only been in this position going on six years now. And even though my entire career since 1989 has revolved around animals, so I've kind of taken the next step to look after their environment, which I realize is my environment, yeah. and so the evolution of that is, is fun, and it's, it's very um, exciting because whereas when I worked with um, the captive animals that you're not so, so keen on, but we'll discuss that I'm sure through the session, when I worked with the um, animals and had them on display and showing people the animals and their natural behavior and their natural environment and speaking about a healthy environment, I would always have a handful of people in front of me, sometimes up to a thousand, because you know it might be training dolphins in a show and exhibiting them, sometimes just 20 people in front of me while I'm mm. feeding penguins. And so stepping into the role of environmental campaigner has been a thrilling ride because over the past six years I get to engage with any audience that's out there that's willing to listen, that approaches me, that I approached, you know, I'm sitting with you here now, I was at a school yesterday and the day before and I was with a big major retailer yesterday afternoon and next week we're hosting an ocean summit, a home to ocean summit, so my portfolio has broadened hugely and so my experience of what it is to work in, in this sector is so much more enriching. So I engage with um, right from little, maybe 10-year-olds and up the lower, the smaller kids. And is that an education mainly? <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, mainly, absolutely, or mm. entirely. So entirely. It's awareness crea creation, so therefore it's educating. And it's also calling to action, calls mm. to action, because it's all very well. So I'm very aware Yes, but what are you mm. doing about it, you know? Um, we joke in the office. A hundred percent. Sorry, guys, I'm going to have to stop Haley there and just make an absolute point of that. There are so many people I know that go, oh, yeah, no, I know. We, I, I should recycle and I should use less takeaway no, um, coffee cups and I should and I should and I should. But you need to do it. Like, there's no point. Yeah. Uh, you know, th there's a saying that says knowledge is power. No, applied knowledge is power. Knowledge is not power. Knowledge is the promise of power. But mm -hmm. only applied knowledge is actually power. So I, I want to like take a moment for you guys to actually go, where in my life, what more can I do yeah. that I'm aware that I can do that I'm not doing? Because that's so, so, so important. Sorry I interrupted you, that's, Haley, that's but great. It, it's just, it's so important to I'm me. Saying. Yeah. And we joke in the office because, you know, there's this thing about being environmentally friendly. And we're like, no, come on. Friendly people smile and wave. Environmentally responsible people. Now that's a whole different ballgame. Ah. Those are the people we want. You know, I picked up a, a partially bamboo coffee mug yesterday at the retailer that I was at. He showed it to me very excited and, and excitedly and there was a tag on it that said environmentally friendly. And I pointed that out to him. Mm. I said, if this is doing something good for the environment, then promote it as environmentally responsible because... Yes. Yeah, you're friendly, that's great, but what are you really doing about it? Mm. So through our programs at the aquarium, we break it down. We make it simple, which is so important because this pollution, plastic pollution conversation globally is quite overwhelming, you know, and, and especially we work in it every day, so we have to keep ourselves upbeat as well. Yes. And so we have to f figure out solutions that, that simplify, almost dumb it down um, in a way where people are willing to and feel inspired and, and empowered to take action because if I sat you down for an hour of a plastic pollution lecture, I'd probably bore you, I would scare mm. you, I would turn you away, I would not create the results I'm looking for, which is 
the complete opposite of to all take of action. Yes. Yeah, and 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 I think that that's um you know what you're saying now is so important because people are so bombarded mm-hmm. by information and by things that make them feel guilty. Yep. That they as soon as they hear something that's going to make them feel guilty, they go oh don't want to um, shutting down out of this conversation. Yeah, exactly, you know. Yeah. So how do you keep them engaged then? In so many ways, you know, I remember when I first started off in this role and my journey really began in Ernst, probably 2007 when I went cold turkey on plastic bags. Mm. (laughs) I said, that's it, no more plastic bags for Hayley ever again. So 12 years later, I'm doing okay. Um, Good job. I'm happy. I'm not annoyed. I'm not inconvenienced. I've grown as an Mm. individual, right? And so in the beginning, I must admit, I was probably a bit like, you know, I was more the activist and the, like there was, it was black and white for me. You either did or you didn't. Mm. And now I'm realizing, nope. It's a journey. Yes. Everybody's on a journey. The Two Oceans Aquarium, we're on a journey. We're not perfect. We are still taking steps to minimize our carbon footprint and along with that comes single-use plastic. And it's it's totally a journey. So now mm. I'm having more of a conversation with people. And much it's, better. It's so much easier mm. to engage with people. And I will tell you this, that my job feels like it's becoming, becoming easier because it's a global conversation. Mm. People now approach me to have a conversation. I'm not... A, looking for an audience all the time and so I do have fun with it so um yeah you you know what you're saying there now I also want to contribute to that at the um, end of last year Ratti who you guys will know is a lovely social media influencer Mm -hmm. that I often will engage with and Jackie May from Twig magazine and um and Boca International Fashion Form Festival, which you guys know I've been a part of for a long time. And um, we did a consciousness talk around fashion and the impact mm, and all of that. And, and one of the things that we spoke about that, um, that was so important was that there is no perfect. And, and I think that's what freaks mm. people out. They go, I yeah. can't be perfect, so I'm just not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah. But there is a journey. And if you can take a few steps in the right direction of the journey... And just do that every day and try and take as many steps forward in that journey as mm. possible. Not aiming for perfection, but aiming for progression. Yes. That's the key. Because I also I also cut single-use plastic bags out of my life. And people will laugh at me in shops because I've bought so many freaking reusable Woolworths bags and tote bags and this bags to go shopping with and if I forget a bag I literally I've got my handbag mm-hmm. full I take my trolley full to the car yeah, well, and pack it in perfect. and um but it, it, it is that kind of black and white no I will not buy a plastic bag kind of thing but there are times when we we have to just be open to we're doing the best we can not in that sort of situation but in life yeah we're doing the best we can as long as you're taking steps towards a more positive space be gentle on yourselves yes. as well don't yeah. beat the bejesus out of yourself you know <laughs> exactly. that's that's really really yeah. important and and what occurred for me, which excited me no end, was that when I stopped using plastic shopping bags, everything started to shift mm. in my consciousness. So, example, I then began recycling in 2007. And then I became annoyed by how much I had to recycle. Mm. And then I realized, well, yeah, who's bringing it home? Yeah. <laughs> who's picking it up from the store yeah. so I could shift all of that? 
I started then looking into what body products I'm using, you know, how much meat do I eat, what meat do I eat, is it ethically yeah. sourced, that kind of thing. So it's totally a journey. And that's what I say to people, as you've just said, go gentle on yourself, but make a commitment. Yes. Otherwise, we'll never do anything. Sure. You know? So we, we narrow down the whole plastic pollution uh, conversation in the aquarium under six campaigns. So we run six particular campaigns that I focus on and we use on social media online within the aquarium as well. And it's basically, we thought we would choose six litter items, common litter items and things we use every day as perceived convenience for us, not for the environment, and we would focus on those. So the first one, if I can run through them quickly. Yes, please. Um, in no particular order, and I'll end with my favorite one always. <laughs> the first one I can think of is straw suck. Straws absolutely suck. We all know straws suck. <laughs> and it's such fun for kids because, you know, as a kid, you're not allowed to say anything sucks. But I get them to scream it out loud in assembly. I don't know what the teachers are thinking, but the kids remember it. Right? And I tell them, show me your finger, show me your lips. You see, you can sip, don't suck. And they ah. love that. So there are so many straw campaigns out there now. You know, I could name a bunch. So anyway, straw suck is one of them. If you really must have a straw, there are so many alternatives. Stainless steel, bamboo, pasta straws, candy straws. Uh, glass straws, I'm sure I'm forgetting some. The good old fashioned paper straw, which yeah. I'm not too fond of because it's a throwaway item. It's a throwaway and, and, and it goes soggy. Like people get bugged by it, but it is, an, it, it is a be better option than plastic. Yeah. Yes, okay. No more use for single use, yes. basically. So straws suck. Then there is balloon busters, and that's about using balloons for every celebratory occasion mm. when we need to get a bit more creative because balloons are a not recyclable and then don't please don't fall for oh but it's biodegradable it's compostable anything well, those items need the perfect conditions to biodegrade and compost under yes so you know if you have a compost heap at home and you turn it over once a week and get some air and a bit of rain and it, then that's that's a good compost heap but when it goes to landfill it's just it's not Anaerobic, no, yeah. no, nothing. It just sits compact, right? Do you know what a garbologist is? No, I do not. <laughs> a garbologist is someone who um, actually scientifically inspects landfills. Oh, wow. And they will do pylons, so they'll take a, a sliver of the landfill out and then investigate that. And they'll, because sometimes you get newspapers down there, so it'll be dated, and they can see when we started using disposable nappies, etc., etc. So mm. they actually take a core sample. It's amazing. Wow. Right, so. Um, Balloons, yeah, please definitely no releasing balloons into the air. Okay. It's a litter. Yeah, it is. You know, what goes up must come must down. Must come down somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? If I walked down Long Street, I blew up with my own breath 5,000 balloons and tossed them in the street, I would get into a huge amount of trouble. Yeah. But if I put helium in them and release them, everyone goes, oh, it's so Oh, beautiful. it's so pretty. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's the same thing. Okay, balloon buster, second one. The other one for the cigarette smokers, bin, oh. bin your butts, people. <laughs> one of my pet peeves, yeah. to be honest. Kick the flick habit. Cigarette butts, number one litter item worldwide. It, re it really is. You know, I, I've done numerous beach cleanups, and yeah. the thing that I pick up the most yeah. is cigarette butts. Yeah. So cigarette smoker, I mean, you're a smoker. You can choose whatever you want to do. I can't interfere in that. But when it is impacting my environment, yeah. then I get pissed off. Yeah. And I'm sorry, it does. It pisses me off. Yeah. You know, like, it's a, it is a filthy habit. You guys know it's a filthy habit. Mm. At least clean up after yourselves, yeah. you know. And they're not and, biodegradable. And they're not biodegradable. That's the other thing. Yeah. They are not biodegradable. Yeah. And so you're not only just throwing it on the floor and littering, but 
every day that you're smoking cigarettes, you are creating mounds and mounds of rubbish to go into a landfill. Maybe get um, rollies and roll your own cigarettes and, you know, d use, I've seen people use paper as a filter instead of using mm -hmm. a filter. I don't know, but the cigarette butt is a, it's, it's a yeah. horrible problem. And the worst is when I see somebody smoke and then pop it down the drain, <gasps> which leads to the ocean so that the birds and the fish can eat that. And then who mm. eats the fish? We do. <laughs> so yeah, you're basically smart. just poisoning yourself. Not smart. Um, the next one we could touch on is cut a loop, save a life. Yes. Which is super important for entanglement for all wild animals. Anything that's a loop that ends up in the environment is a potential entanglement. Even if it's a little elastic band, my hair band, a hula hoop, a fishing gut, box band strapping. And one of the most common ones, guys, that people don't think about is your milk carton every time you get a milk bottle um, any of those kind of cartons milk bottles juice Sports, bottles juice any of bottles. that all of them have that little ring the the little black ring or white ring seal. or blue re ring or whatever it's the seal underneath the cap yeah. that actually comes loose when you open it for the first time grab a pair of scissors and just cut that thing mm. because it's going to end up somewhere hopefully you're recycling yeah. i don't know if that thing is recyclable i always stick mine in the recycle bin but i cut yeah. it first good, before good. i do good. um but just give it a snip that's yes. that's basically at least you doing that because we like to say no news is good news ah no news is good news so i like it you have to have a little fun with this yes otherwise it becomes a bit dreary the next campaign is tap in drink outside the bottle Mm -hmm. In other words, no more plastic bottled water. We can't tell people what to do in a water crisis. People panicked. They yes. brought in truckloads, pallet loads of five-liter, etc., bottled water into the Cape. And now we thankfully did not hit day zero, but we sit with all this extra plastic in the region, in the environment, in the country, yeah. in the world altogether. Um, there was also the problem of the quality of water that was coming through um, our systems at one point. I know I was boiling water in my kettle and um, putting it through filters and yeah. all kinds of things, but um, there was the panic that mm. that did happen. You know, it, 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 water is a problem. Yeah, it's life. Water is life. Mm. And so when we think we don't have it, people will panic. I must say, I still drank from the tap throughout the entire drought. Maybe, you know, I live in Seapoint and I work at the VNA. So good quality tap water. Obviously, don't drink tap water if you're a suspect of it. Yes. But I don't recall the city of Cape Town once saying, don't drink the water. There were there were a few there were there were a few articles that went out, and um, I I'm actually in Clifton at the moment, and the water was actually coming through brown at one stage. Yes, we had that a little. Um, and and I know I got I, my tummy went funny a number of times, <laughs> um, and a few of my friends as well. So it was kind of a okay boil, filter, and then some. I did I did end up buying a couple of five liter bottles you know mm. so yeah it's yeah it's and we can't tell one. people what to do in those yeah. situations so yeah but then, you do the best you can that's exactly. that's the point yeah and we're we're out of a drought drought we out of that I mean, situation I, now the drought's not over but we can breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief so please venture be adventurous and drink the tap water and just put down the plastic bottles. yes you know you're also spending a huge amount of money on every bottle of water that you buy so absolutely think about that as well. yeah then the final campaign i think i've mentioned five the sixth one is called rethink the bag and that's for a plastic shopping bag free south africa so that's 
pretty much why I get up every morning. That's my baby. That's uh, my intention is to see plastic bags banned in South Africa. And I, yes, I used the banned word. I was going to call the campaign Ban the Bag way back in 2007 when I conceptualized it. Yes. And then I realized, oh, people don't like to be told ban this, ban that, you know. So I thought, let's just rethink this, have a conversation. Yeah. And it's funny because now people are ready for the conversation and they're saying, mm. you should have called it Ban the Bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe at some point you'll change it. Do you know um, what I mean? Sure. I don't know. But it, it's, it's working gaining, at the moment. It's gaining traction. Um, Pick and Pay just released their five rand R pet bag. So it's I've recycled it. PET bottles and it's got hashtag rethink the bag on it. Spa also has a bag out and a reusable fabric bag and it's hashtag rethink the bag. So the campaign is getting out there. So I wouldn't want to change it now. And there's more paper bag options. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. noticed that, but I know with Spa, I know with Checkers. Um, Woolworths, I don't think so, but they've always had the, the reusable bags, but they've actually got paper bags. Yes. So if you, because I know I end up spending a fortune, I've literally got about 30 of those reusable Uh-oh. bags because I refuse to buy, um, plastic bags. So then I end up giving away the reusable bags. Okay, that's Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that other people will use that's them, great. you know, um, and I use them. Um, but if I do forget a bag, sometimes I know that at least at spa and at checkers, they've got paper bags, yeah. which are 20 rand a bag still. It's still, I know it's ridiculous. It's very expensive, but, um, but I still have bought those instead yeah. of buying plastic. So th- we should just touch on the paper versus plastic bag very quickly. Paper has a very high carbon footprint. So in the ah. moment, if a plastic and a paper bag, brown bag, end up in the ocean, of course the brown bag is the lesser of the evils, but it still has a very high carbon footprint. And ah. depending whose research you read, but it can have about a four times higher carbon footprint than plastic. Sure. Plastic is cheap to make, cheap to transport, to store. Pla- uh, paper bags take up a lot of space, they're heavy. So you know, we can't think, and a lot of people so have am said, I actually, paper bags, paper I've been bags. bad, I've been... No, not bad, it's a journey, remember. <laughs> but, so, I've, so I've been thinking I'm doing good by getting using the paper bags, but it's as bad as the plastic bag? It could be worse, apparently, wow. and also how many times, so I, I don't use plastic or paper, obviously, how many times do you get to use your paper bag? Your a few bag? times, a few times, like, uh, that, that's the thing, it's not so, it's not thin paper that it's um, that it's basically just usable once I like I use my paper bags numerous times it's not just a once off sort of thing so I think it's about getting people to value everything again going back to our intrinsic values we're so extrinsically uh, motivated and it's so easy to throw away you know we we've created this linear way of living this linear society and nothing else in nature we're the only animal in nature that Mm. works in a linear system take make waste take make waste not cyclic you know even a a bird that swallows a whole amount of plastic will eventually decompose to Mm. nothing nature takes care of it and there's the plastic still it's there plastic is forever Mm. never going to go away it's it's such an incredible creation and yet it's so bad for so many reasons and it's not about all plastic that we must demonize it it's single use plastic single use, use it plastic. once throw it away use it a few moments throw it away yeah so w- with speaking about plastic I just, we've gone through all six now right yeah, we have yes yeah. okay oh yes. sorry i had to sneeze guys um on the compostable plastics, can I just speak to you about that quickly? Yeah. Because I think that there's a lot of misconceptions around that. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, sorry, um, yeah. we touched on it a little bit earlier on. It needs to have the absolutely perfect environment to be compostable. Yes. So the straws that are now coming out and, you know, they say eco-friendly straw and it's a plastic straw. Those are supposedly compostable straws, but the reality is that they're probably going to end up in a landfill. Well, I'd like to know if they've been tested for compostability um, properties in various situations, landfill, in the ocean, if it lies in the field, in the felt. Yeah, you know, this, this is greenwashing. It's mm -hmm. out there, you know. So we can take things at face value and, and then get caught after the fact. So I'll give you a quick example without naming any big brands. Uh, I, I never take a plastic bag, obviously, but I collected something and it was in a carrier bag that said 100% biodegradable. And I... My first thought was, don't need the packaging. Oh, yes, actually, I'll take that bag. I'm going to do some research. And I did some research on it. I've had this information for many years, but I hadn't come across a bag such as this. And it had an ECM additive of 1%. Mm. Now, what does that mean? So I Googled ECM. And, and basically, this particular bag is not 100% biodegradable, as it states falsely on the bag. It mm. is 49.28% it is biodegradable over 900 days. Oh, come on. Cow. And the, when I brought it to the attention of the big brand using these bags, they were like shocked. Like, oh my gosh. Like we They've been duped. Totally duped. But they, mm. you know, big but they brands should, also need to do the research. Absolutely. Probably. No, they and should just, be responsible. You just need to Google the ECM additive and all that. It's online how they've been taken to court mm. and it's fraudulent. But, you know, some, maybe brands like to ignore things. Too, yeah, it's, 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 it's quite a difficult one. Um, I'm Susanna Kennedy. You're listening to Two Oceans Vibe Radio. And in studio today, I have Haley from Two Oceans Aquarium. Um, we are chatting about ways that we can impact the environment in a less damaging way. Um, simple things that you can do now today to just better curb the impact that you are having on the environment. Obviously, guys... First and foremost, please be recycling. Reduce your what, what you are getting in and recycle what you are needing to use. But Haley was telling me about the six um, sort of key focuses that Two Oceans Aquarium does have. And I said to her, okay, let's go through those six again and give us some replacements. How can we easily take what we are using and um, replace it with something else that still allows us to live our lives in a good way, but just a more conscious way that isn't impacting the environment so badly. So Haley, welcome back. And um, maybe let's start with number one. Okay, so straws. I, I reckon a year and a half ago, I couldn't have told you where to get an alternative to a plastic straw. Now they're everywhere. Yeah. They're flying at me. I get requests, I get emails all the time. New straw, new straw, new straw. I even went into Diskim the other day and get a pack of straws with a cleaner for not a bad price. But bamboo straws, uh, candy, pasta, stainless steel, glass, gosh, they're, they're out there. There's so loads of options. And, and the great are. thing I, I know, um, I don't know around the country, but I know Cape Town has woken up to it a lot. And in most places you mm. can get a paper straw or yeah. a metal straw or a yeah. something yeah. straw. And I think that it's also your responsibility, guys, when you go into um, a restaurant or a place that doesn't have an alternative, if you're somebody that likes straws and you ask for a straw, please make sure you say something to the manager because that also raises awareness and helps create the change absolutely it has to come from every angle right not just yeah. the environmentalists or the 
environmental organizations. So straws, you can have fun with that. They're, they're pretty much everywhere. Look at markets, etc. Online, you can shop for them online, okay? Uh, Number two. Let's go with reusable bags. So yes. it's very important that reusable bags are also ethically um, and, and low carbon footprint sourced. So they're not, you know, materials made in that country, shipped here to be uh, made here rather than shipped there to be sold. So buy something locally made. If you can afford a hemp bag, wonderful, not everybody can. An RPET bag, so the recycled PET bags, yes. used to be plastic bottles, at least they're getting a second life, you can get those um, from Pick and Pay and Woolworths now. Um, so a bag made out of already existing fabric, you know, I see there's a banner behind you, Susanna. So maybe when that banner's had its day, you could turn those into three bags. Into so. bags, for sure. So you can make local, um, create local upliftment as well. Old curtains, old, there's, there's an amazing uh, organization called Morse Bags, M-O-R-S-B-A-G-S. Please look them up. Amazing. Okay. Out of England. They're now at Western Cape, Morse Bags as well. And I presented for them a few weeks ago, and it was just a hive of activity. Amazing. So, yeah. Then the next campaign, um, I don't really have the, the alternative for cigarettes because I'm not a smoker. Mm. But I guess, you know, the, the whole twist and e-cigarettes and whatever you want to do. But just don't be throwing them down, you know. Just take a little container with you if you go. If you still smoke regular cigarettes, keep those in your... Keep in those your, cigarette butts with yeah, you. Throw them in your bry. I don't know. But just whatever you do, not into the environment. Bottled water, so many options. If you want a glass one, a stainless steel one. A, a long life plastic BPA free uh, sports type bottle as well um, so those are good ideas what about coffee we didn't speak about coffee cups we're a world addicted to caffeine yes and, you know, some people are throwing away five cups a day throw away cups throw away cups grab yourself a, a keep cup it could be glass it could be bamboo it could be stainless steel and most of our retailers have those as well um, balloons is a tough one. I'm not a parent, so mm. I haven't had to think that through. And a lot of my friends do call me a party pooper because they're like, <laughs> I'm not lying balloons at your place or plastic bags and straws. But, but you know, I still have fun in life. So for those people out there who are living a similar lifestyle and having fun, show your friends how to do it, right? And there could be all sorts of alternatives to balloons. Yeah, we were saying that in, in that one, guys, for parents out there who are environmentally conscious, please help us out with some suggestions. <laughs> I love balloons and I know how bad they are for the environment so I've actually stopped buying them but I I do love them I love them they're festive they're pretty they're mm. colorful they make it feel like a party so I need a solution I know that we were talking about bubbles possibly being a solution um, but there are environmental impacts with bubbles as well so parents how yeah. we need a solution for that maybe um, colorful bunting flags you know and those are reusable Could yeah the mark next Next birthday, change them. But you bit. can't really take bunting with you to a restaurant with a cupcake and a candle in it. Yes, I hear you. <laughs> anyway, we're running out of time. What is the last one? Um, or is it the last two? I think we've pretty much been through them. But I just want to bring our attention to, we've grown up in this country and I think globally as well with the kind of mantra of reduce, reuse, recycle. Reduce, reuse, recycle, reduce, re blah, 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 blah. Is it working? I don't think it's working. So we need to reshuffle all of that. For me, it's got to start with respect. Hmm. We need to respect this environment we have, this world we live in. And then let's rethink the way we've been doing things hmm. and then come up with redesigns because a lot of what we do just doesn't work. Yeah. And then we can start with reduce, reuse, not even re um, recycle after that. Leave that for the bottom, you know. Let's, it must about, be the last option. Reduce, reuse, rehome, repair. 
you know, there's so many rot as well. Let's rot mm. all our composting instead of sending all that amazing food source to landfill yeah. because to grow more food. Yeah. And I wanted to touch on the fact that you said you don't come to the aquarium. Yeah. Very, very quickly. So I have three points there. The first one is that the Two Oceans Aquarium, we said from the very first day one, we would never house marine mammals. So we are not an oceanarium with dolphins, etc. Secondly, a lot of people don't get the opportunity to be at sea and dive with these animals. So where do they go? To the Two Oceans Aquarium. And also, if you've never been there before, you haven't been for a long time, please come and visit so that you can make an informed decision about whether we are as bad as maybe you had thought of we are or if we're actually quite amazing, which we believe that we're doing really, really incredible work. I think I'm going to have to come into Two Oceans and um, possibly let you take me through everything yep, there. We can I am always open to being wrong. I have said it before. Um, you know, with the six points that you've mentioned now, I know where I fall short and um, and it is plastic bottles. Um, I find it much easier to drink out of one of those um, pump bottles that you get, the 750 ml bottles, that, but the thin plastic, I find it gets in, and mm. I know that plastic is bad for me, first of all, like, and I reuse these bottles till they die, um, which I know is actually poisoning me, um, and I have not found a plastic, a, a, a replaceable bottle that makes it as easy for me to drink water that isn't heavy, because if anybody picks up my backpack with my laptop and everything else that I carry around with me, they'll realize how much weight I'm carrying around with me. So that is one area that I do get stuck on. You know, um, it's not good. I know. I admit it completely. And I do use them until they absolutely die, these bottles. And I know that I'm poisoning myself doing it. So I am looking for a plastic bottle replacement. BPA-free. Yeah. That is BPA-free. And if anybody knows of one that is great, that is lightweight, 750 mils, and, um, you know, please do send me recommendations. I am looking for a good... Look in the sports stores, I reckon. I don't like those bottles. They, they've got a taste to them and they've got a smell to them. Okay. They're, I'm very sensitive to, to sensory-wise, yes. you know, and they have a definite smell and taste to them. So I know where I fall short. Um, I am working on it. I am looking for alternatives, but um, I have always recycled. Actually, I don't actually know a time mm. in my family's life where we haven't recycled. And yes, I agree with you. We need to respect, rethink, um, and then reduce, reuse, upcycle, um, <laughs> all of those things, and then recycle right at the end of the day. And I think that that's very, very important. Yeah. Um, and perhaps we can have you back on the show to look at how we can do that better in our lives. Um, but I would love to come to the aquarium and check it out with a fresh pair of eyes. I'm Great. very open to being wrong Lovely. and um, <laughs> experiencing what it is all about. Um, and thank you so much for coming in. It's and I pleasure. wish you all the best. You know, it was great having you on the show and all the information I think was really important. Thanks, Susanna. It's great to have another audience.